Brothers with Jeff, Jack, and Jody Carr. They talk about current events, politics, community, and business. Take it away, boys. And hello there. Welcome to the Carr Brothers Show, episode 98, December the 6th, 2023. I'm Jack. And I'm Jody. And uh, we're really pleased that you're with us tonight yes. for the Carr Brothers Show live on CHCO and Facebook Live yeah. and lots of other places out there oh. where, it's, where it's being shared. Where it's, and, uh, where it's being shared. It's uh, great, Jack. What's what's on the show for tonight, Jack? Oh, well. I know it's cold out there, but boys, we got a hot show tonight. Yes, and Jeff actually lined this up with Tom Liston. Jeff couldn't be here, by the way, because he sends his regrets. He had a prior commitment, of course. Like you said, Jody, it's Christmas season and you had the Christmas public events that you go to and mm -hmm. expected to be too. So Serving uh, the public. Yes, so he had to be at an event, so we couldn't be here tonight. But he, he helped uh, uh, invite and line up uh, Tom Liston. Uh, no stranger to New Brunswick. Uh, grew up and raised here in New Brunswick, and he's also with... This is very fascinating. I've just sort of started to hear about this the last couple of months, <laughs> know, but me too. everyone has their own sort of journey when they when they discover this excellent excellent project is the world's oldest basketball court in St. Stephen, New Brunswick, and Tom Liston is a part of this group, the committee that's looking and working hard to be able to build a brand new uh, center around the world's oldest basketball court, uh, the Canadian Basketball Experience Museum. Wow, they're calling it and. I note the word experience, so we're going to ask Tom about that. What does that mean, and what does it mean for St. Stephen, New Brunswick, yeah. uh, and for all of Canada and internationally as well? Um, it's it's quite amazing. There's been lots of movement on this, and um, well, Tom, let's ask Tom, him now. Tom is going to join us here. Tom is actually joining us from uh, on Zoom from Toronto live, and we're really pleased to have you on the show tonight, Tom. Uh, welcome to uh, to the Card Brothers Show. Hey, thank, thank you so much. Uh, a real pleasure to join you. And, a, and maybe an extra thank you for putting me right behind Steve Murphy, who <laughs> has the perfect voice and the perfect TV presence. And I had to follow that up. So a little, little extra hurdle, I guess, for me tonight. That's well, awesome. that's it's great that you're able to uh, join us with your your busy schedule and uh, tell us about uh, tell us about this project and um, and how it came to be and and how you you fit into the the picture of uh, this committee yeah, and this project. No, it's a, it's a great uh, story with, with uh, obviously it's in New Brunswick, but there's deep New Brunswick connections. So um, we're, we're I'm live in Toronto, grew up in Fredericton, and, and we're fortunate to have a, have a, a place in, in St. Andrews that we get to as much as possible. And of course, during COVID, um, you know, the people became, uh, you know, schooled from home and, and we were lucky enough to travel through New Brunswick, the first sign of COVID and, and, and when it's just before it started to really lock down. So we end up being uh, in New Brunswick um, for a number of months uh, over the two cycles, I guess, of, of, of peaks of COVID. And there was no better place to be in, in New Brunswick and in Charlotte County. There was you know, really just zero cases there. So um, we did get to um, uh, did spend some time with um, Kathy McCain, who was, you know, on the UMB Board of Governors. And I got to know her and, and she introduced me to David Ganong. And everybody, of course, knows, knows David Ganong. And Kathy said, Listen, I, I know someone that really knows a lot about basketball, is really passionate about it, and he's a New Brunswicker as well. And and frankly, David, it was, it was a real honor to meet David. Uh, if you go into the Brunswick faculty, you know, UMB faculty of management, you see his name on the wall. He's one of uh, a cherished alumni and, and certainly have admired him as an entrepreneur over the years. So anyway, it took us about two minutes of, of talking before I, I decided to really deeply get, get involved. Of course, we were in St. Andrews, and, and just 20 minutes away is St. Is, is Stephen, where... 
you know, they found it. I heard about it before, but I did. I don't think I knew the full, you know, full history and story. So I got to actually visit it and touch the floor and walk on it. And it really does just give you chills. Like you walk through that and I encourage you both to do so. We've had a number of people walk through uh, from Team Canada, from 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 XNBA players to Raptors analysts and what have you come through the court. And it's just a, a really incredibly and special experience. So um my family and, and i really got behind this project in a financial way but more importantly maybe a time commitment so i'm trying to you know spend as much time as i possible to 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 get this into more than just as you point out more than the museum it's really an experience center and we have a lot of exciting developments over the last couple of months and 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 you know in talking to jeff and others we've really brought this to the national stage we've been on the front page of the global mail the yes. front page of the global mail mm. and we've been on national news i think three times now over the last number of months so it's not just a new brunswick story though we're proud to own it <laughs> and we're going to own it and we're going to be proud of it um but it resonates across canada and that's something i'm super excited about and i'll tell you that people from across the nation and from new england will come up and, and visit this and that'll be something we'll be proud to show off so where do we begin on this? Like, how did this start? How was it discovered? Um, what's, yeah. What is the history it's, of the oldest basketball court great, in the world? Yeah, it's a great story. So, and, and, and there's some imagery that is pretty easy to look up. But if you look up uh, Dr. Naismith, who invented the game, he's from obviously Springfield, or sorry, invented the game in Springfield, Massachusetts, uh, at the college there. And if you look at the history, he, um, he has a first uh, basketball team, and that was really his students that he taught. And there's about eight students, and right in front of them was a gentleman named Lyman Archibald. And Lyman Archibald ended up taking the game and what he learned to St. Stephen, New Brunswick in 1893. The game was invented in 1891. And there's about eight or nine students, I think, in that picture. I think it was nine students in that picture. And they took it all over the world. One took it to Paris, France, to the YMCA there. One took it to Ottawa. One took it to Kansas. And, you know, obviously the first court would have been that court that they used in, in, in Springfield, but... That actually burned down about 100 years ago and is now a McDonald's. <laughs> I actually <laughs> visited that parking lot of where it was going to be. So fast forward, uh, and I'll fill in some of the gaps, but there's there's only two existing of these old courts. One's in Paris, France, and one's in St. Stephen, New Brunswick. And a number of years ago, um, there was a fire, and, and it, I think most people in St. Stephen knew there was a, a YMCA there, but they didn't know much about the history. And then a fire helped and covered this floor and got the folks in St. Stephen to spend some time to really do some further research on what this was all about. And they thought perhaps it might have been Canada's first basketball court. They did find out it was the first international game. And what they slowly uncovered over two years is this is the of the existing courts. This is the first court. Um, and they, so that's the oldest in the world. So that was a pretty exciting discovery. And then over the last you know year and a half plus, we've been forwarding that story and really putting the pieces together, including visiting Springfield College. They're very excited about it. We visited Naismith World Hall of Fame in, in, in uh, Springfield as well, and they're happy to partner with us as well, and they're really excited that there's direct connection between Dr. Naismith and Lyman Archibald. Yeah, so, uh, so Archibald, what brought him to St. Stephen? You know, I don't know directly, but every one of uh, of, of Dr. Naismith's students went to YMCA's around the world. Okay. And it was really a YMCA training ground Springfield College was. I, I just learned that in my recent trip. So um, he's from Toronto, Nova Scotia. So so maybe on his way back, somehow he got stopped at the border there and <laughs> felt that St. Stephen YMCA worked for him. But he became the general secretary um, and he brought the rules and, and, and played 
played a game. There's a documented game in the Courier there in, in, uh, from St. Stephen about the first international game in 1893. And uh, he was the general director of the YMCA in St. Stephen itself? That's right. Yeah, That's so, right. yeah. so then he developed and, and then how did you come about um, finding uh, that this court was here in St. Stephen? Well, the, the, they knew a little bit about the YMCA there, but I think the fire started to, to pique their interest. And, and Darren McCabe, a historian, and we had some other people work through all. The good news is, and, and John LaRue, you may know from uh, yeah. from the Beer Book Art Gallery, oh, yes. he's joined our board as well. And, and he has a quote saying, hey, if anything happened in 1893, it was in the no- newspaper. <laughs> you know, if someone <laughs> walked the wrong way down the street, it was in the newspaper. And and the, doc- the, 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 the evidence and the documentation is fantastic. So... We spent, you know, two years, and we recently did some updates. Uh, you know, just going through the microfish, you know, going going article by article. So now we have every little piece of how it happened, when it happened, when the game was played, and it's all documented there, thanks to the St. Croix Courier. Well, that's it's that, been fantastic. It is fantastic to have that documented and to be able to prove that St. Stephen, New Brunswick, is home to the world's oldest basketball court. That's phenomenal. And um, in this project how, uh, of raising money to be able to create this basketball experience and the C- Canadian Hall of Fame as well, will the Canadian Basketball yeah, Hall of Fame so be we'll, right? This is a, a exciting, there's a m- many exciting components of this, but it's one thing people do have this really, um, especially big basketball fans, but other people too, just if you have a sense of history, it's like directly from Naismith, right? So people are excited to see the court, but you want more than that. You want whether you're five years old or eighty-five years old to experience this and have diff- you know have excitement to come back. So a couple of things uh, we were fortunate to have a great relationship with Canada Basketball, the CEO Michael Bartlett, and they envision three nodes to their Hall of Fame. So there's no physical Canada Basketball Hall of Fame. You can't walk in and see Diane Norman from Fredericton and Joyce Slip from Fredericton mm-hmm. and, and all our proud New Brunswickers that made the Hall of Fame. You can't walk in and see their jerseys and see their picture on the wall. So they induct people, but obviously they don't have uh, anywhere to display Showcase it. So they're, yeah. And the Raptors, when they won the championship, taught us that really this this country from coast to coast gets excited about basketball, right? And they, there was parties at you know the pick rooms in Fredericton that was you know a few thousand deep and whatever. So the, uh, Michael Bartlett actually came from MLSC, came from the Raptors organization. He said, "Listen, we we should actually make this." three nodes to a Hall of Fame. So they're working on a performance center for the Team Canada athletes in the Toronto area, and they'll put a wing of the Hall of Fame there. Okay. Uh, and then they'll put one in Vancouver, and then one in Great St. Wow. Stephen, New Brunswick. Coast to coast. So there'll be these coasts. Yes. And so much of it, you know, there'll be artifacts, and frankly, the uh, Naismith Hall of Fame in Springfield said, we have 45,000 artifacts in storage. Oh. We have 1,900 on display, and we have 45,000 in storage. I'm sure there's a few Steve Nash shoes and jerseys we can borrow, <laughs> for, right? And 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 so much of it's virtual as well. Like we're working with Rogers Sportsnet and and some and TSN to to we've had some of the broadcasters actually visit the court and and how do we do you know use that those images and and those videos and stuff to do you know you can have a broadcast and do the play by play with you know Steve okay. Nash in a game winning shot or whatever it might be. So there's um, a lot of stuff that we can do um, virtually and and, and digitally. Um, with the court, uh, with the help and endorsement of Basketball Canada. Well, that's great. And um, so, what's what's the timelines? Where where have we come from? Uh, where are we at? Where's the thermometer? And how much more do you have to raise? And, and what's what's the next step? Yes. What, where are we at? Yeah, with everything and where are we going? Yeah, fantastic. No, it, it, it's a perfect time to kind of do this interview because we're right at the start of what we call Phase Two. So, nice. Phase One. Mm-hmm. 
was to raise uh it happened to be 1.1 million and that you know thankfully it wasn't in toronto but 1.1 million, 1 million can buy three buildings in st stephen uh, new brunswick <laughs> yes uh two two buildings you, you'll kind of see in the imagery you can almost see in the background yeah. there but um there and then we bought a third building that we had to create some more space and of course you have to have elevator access and wheelchair access and all that that good stuff it was also to create more space as well but um to put those elevators you can't really put those elevators in those old buildings and redo it so right. so we we had the two the three buildings purchased we we demolished the, the the third one to create that nice beautiful um glass and steel beam structure you, you can see there mm-hmm and uh so that was a 1.1 and that was what was great we had we raised 1.1 million with almost no government support well we'll need government support eventually but it's all individuals in the maritimes it's the, the irvings that we, three different irvings it's the mccain's my family donated a fair bit and and people in saint stephen they're just we just all from public or sorry personal donations uh to get the 1.1 so that allowed us to buy the buildings and do the renderings um that you kind of see in the background yeah. from cambridge seven and cambridge seven we were very fortunate um again john larue had a bit of relationship there and if you look at architects and design firms to do any type of sports type interactive facility whether it's the naismith hall of fame in springfield which they just did a refurbishment on or whether it's a 49ers hall of fame museum or it's a boston bruins 100 year anniversary circle for hockey they've done all these amazing displays and there's i don't even know who number two is they're number one and number two is who knows yeah page, <laughs> and page we're 10 so of lucky. <laughs> we're actually at a point like obviously we're, we're we're paying them but we they can pick their projects and and because of the proximity to cambridge massachusetts boston area and the, the work on the springfield museum i think there was a lot of kind of synergy with that and we were just anyway so fortunate and we were just thrilled so we're taking these new designs we've also taken a case for support and I can run you through a little bit of, it's more than just having someone walk through and see the court and see the Hall of Fame and see these interactive museums. We're working on national three-on-three tournament concepts to host in St. Stephen, maybe in the Garcelon parking lot, maybe in the arena. We're working on securing a court to put in the Garcelon arena over the hockey, or sorry, over the ice surface there. Um, we're talking to Team Canada members as we speak to fly their men to mentor some of the kids in the area. So we're, we're, we're targeting youth and youth at risk and, and having tournaments make it a, kind of a catalyst for for all this. We're working with the Maritime Women's Basketball Association on a couple interesting things that we might be able to pull off here soon uh, to, to cross promote each other. So so it's bigger than that. So right now we're, we've accomplished that. We've got the drawings. So when we talk about naming rights with corporate sponsors or whatever we have, they can visualize every room it's you know it's it's and then that's really powerful obviously to say here's where my naming rights are going to be so you know we're looking for government support as well we were looking for about a third uh a provincial government about a third federal government a third from corporate and private donations and we're just starting that campaign as we speak we got the case for support we have these beautiful um so we're ready to go the good news is we have you know, everyone from Frank McKenna has been been supportive from day one and, and not only donated money, but he's donated his kind of Rolodex to us, yes. you know, and having the Irvings and McCain's and lots of support locally. Um, you know, we feel the ability to execute on this is very high. So we're pretty excited about where we're at. Good. Now, uh, having David Ganong as well, uh, is, uh, do you have a chair of the of the fundraising campaign or... Uh Yes, so he's he's going to chair the campaign, okay. and and we may add a co-chair actually alongside that, the honorary cabinet. And we've had I, I I've just done this over the last number of weeks, but we have Lisa Tomitis who who 
was head coach of the women's basketball team for 12 years, who's visited the court a couple years and come to our charity tournament and happy to be in the cabinet. We have Miranda A.M., who was a flag bearer for the 2020 Olympics and a 12-year vet. Um, we have Dr. Sari Bradish, who's done uh, remarkable work about women in sport. We have just name after name, Michael Bartlett, the CEO of Canada Basketball's on our honorary cabinet. So a number of people in the field, Paul Jones, who's an announcer at, uh, on Sportsnet. Mm-hmm. Like we have a lot of great people that have played for Team Canada, but we also have some great financial business minds as well. So again, yeah. we've also have people from coast to coast, which is really exciting. Yeah. So. Now, um, uh, it's there was some timeline there, like two, three, four years. Do you see that the is there a plan to open the facility in phases or stages? Uh, can people in the public start visiting now, let's say, or is so, there some can can we get yes. in right away? Yes. Yeah, so I'll, I'll say there's two stages. You can, there's probably a cutoff where it gets dangerous to walk through because they're doing <laughs> some other construction. But we have uh, we created this uh, charity golf tournament called the Archie. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We saw that. And, we saw that on things. Facebook. And, yes. Right. So 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 it's it's a little play on on Archibald's name, of course. Uh, and we okay. and it made a made a little more hip, I guess, for for, for the young people. But anyway, so we <laughs> so we flew in everybody from Jack Armstrong, who's you know, a famous TV announcer for the Raptors, and and Tony Lapage from Fredericton and Broadway yes. Superstar, yeah. or, you know, Matt Stairs we had last year. Uh, we had a former NBA champ, Jaron Jackson Sr., and he's brought his championship ring all the way from Los Angeles to to, to St. Stephen, New Brunswick. So we've had people from kind of coast to coast, a couple of people from Saskatchewan fly in. Um, it is a charity golf tournament. It's really about bringing people in and seeing the court and helping evangelize the court. So um, that's been that's been really exciting. So people can tour it now and see the original court. Um, and then at some point, obviously, we'll have to cut off where there's more proper construction. But every year, we, we invite people in. And we'll have okay. school teams come in. We'll have the WNBA teams, uh, sorry, the NMWNBA teams uh, come in and, and, and see the courts. So we tour the court with lots of folks now, and it's, okay. it's great. They so really do have this reaction when they walk in. So you have staff. Um, does the organization like have staff people on we, location? We are, uh, you know, it's great. Uh, we have over 18 volunteers that put a lot of time into okay. this wow. and we have what we have one paid admin assistant but we're all david ganong works i talk to david ganong probably daily about you know different opportunities of where, where we're going to go and right. target these folks right so we we have a lot of people from saint stephen well through to toronto just working on this okay. you know yeah. as much as we can to to, to do this but with that we're, we're all happy to give the tour john larue would always give the tour uh during the uh uh, during the Archie, and obviously he's written what probably twenty historic books on yeah. <laughs> architecture. Yeah. yeah. So, what's so the- there's no better person to give a tour on what this all means and where this came from and why they did this design in the room. So yeah, we've oh, uh, no, yeah we're welcome. We host people all the time. We've had we've had MPs from like Hamilton that have you know just heard about it and yeah. want to okay. do their retreat oh, in St. Very, Andrews and they want to go see it yeah it's very exciting Jeff mentioned it to me and I wanted to know more about it yeah. and uh, Tom you sent us the, the clips the information uh, I'm excited this oh well is, and then like awesome. you said is the opportunity the um the the just the the benefit of having that front page story on the Globe and Mail as well Tom yeah. that must you just must have been a static because that you know to pay for that 
I don't know what that translates to. The de Department of Tourism Oops, people know what that yeah. translates to, but that's a significant boost for the for the cause. Yeah, you know, and for David always to be David Ganong always to be promoting Saint Stephen in New Brunswick through the Ganong chocolate uh, in the past. Um, this must just warm his heart to yeah. see something else that can grab people to come to Saint it, Stephen. It's 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 been great, and I, I, it warms my heart to see that <laughs> everyone across Canada cares. We we we. Um, we, we did the story over Christmas a uh, year and a bit ago, or sorry, almost two years ago, um, and, and it, get, it kept getting pushed on the Globe and Mail. We're like, oh, man, they're not going to run the story. It just keeps getting pushed. And I thought, if we could just get on page six of the sports section, we'd be excited. <laughs> it kept getting pushed because they put it on the front page, and then you open the middle spread. So I had to buy, you can't get the Globe Mail in New Brunswick anymore. So I haven't bought two dozen copies at the local store. I bought everything they had, and they had the front, uh, the middle spread with all the color pictures of all oh, of, of the port. Oh wow, it was outstanding. So it really, it probably almost launched us too early in a way, but um, it's been great. And all the volunteers, we're all just, you know, there's no real. We're all doing this for New Brunswick. We're yeah. all doing it for the tourism. And exciting. We're all super proud New Brunswickers. I keep saying, you know, wherever I go home, it's I go go home to New Brunswick, right? Yeah. And we're, we're excited about the tourism because St. Stephen, as you know, is a gateway to New Brunswick. Mm. You're coming from Boston Literally. and there's rabid fans throughout that corridor in New England uh, for basketball. People have messaged us already. Can we come up and see the court? Cool. We're like, well, you can. It's not really kind of ready, but you can. yes, you can absolutely stand on it, whatever. And we think that can be, we want to add another day or two to everybody's trip in yes. New Brunswick. Yeah, and stays. Let's not draw, you know, David Miles says the drive through province. New Brunswick was put on the map during COVID on People starting to visit or buy homes here and say, this is a special place to be. Mm. And James Mollinger will always remind us how special New Brunswick is. And, and now we have this kind of gem that no one else has in the world. And it's the first and only. There's only one oldest court. There's not two. There's one oldest court. That's right. We have it. And it's a gateway to New Brunswick. So we think we can drive some tourism dollars from the north the U.S. and from Halifax and beyond. How, um, how large is this? these couple of phases of the project? How yeah. much are you looking to raise? Yeah, so the, this phase two will be eighteen million, and 18, we okay. put, yeah, and we put um, quite significant contingencies because, as you both well know, most projects <laughs> have been over lately. So we've not only been current on our estimates um, of what current market bears, but we built in a lot of contingencies for potentially addition. Hopefully, the inflation abates a little bit here, yeah. but um, we did put in a lot of contingencies for that. So because you can't go back to people, right? You want to, you we're we're. We pride ourselves in both our economic model, what this is going to bring to the province, and a return on equity. We want, we don't want it to be. We want to be a very positive yeah. force in, in in New Brunswick economy. We don't want to be, be asking for money. And and secondly, when we built this, we put in a lot of contingencies, so we didn't. We wanted to be. Um, we're, we're all we're all mainly business folks uh, yeah, doing yeah. this, which is great. So yeah. we, we all know what budgets look like. We all know how to make sure that we come in on budget and execute well. So, well, there's future um, costs, so future costs as well, right? So hundred percent. So you, again, you don't want to go back to anyone. You want to know that, Hey, if I donate this much money today, it's going to get done. And that's what we were, we're proving. Well, Jack, uh, always, I'm sure you're wondering too, but how do people get in touch with yeah. your organization, with you, Tom, with the uh, basketball, uh, with the uh, association, your incorporation um, to get involved, to donate, to, to participate how, how do we get how do we get in touch a, a, a couple things we, we want to continue to grow our team like we're all working hard at this and and and, and things like the rg or these three and three tournaments will will need a lot of volunteers so we've been lucky a lot of people have approached us to, to to join the team and volunteer and 
they're as excited as we are to move it forward. But the world's oldest basketball court.com mm-hmm. has almost any information you need. It has our everything from our board directors to recent media media interviews to more information about the court to original donors, uh, information about the Archie golf tournament um, that's going to continue to expand to be much more than a golf tournament. Um, but uh, and they can and they can donate there as well. So they can donate through Sport New Brunswick or the town of St. Stephen uh, to the court as well. But um, and David, I think I'm pretty sure the contact info for both David and I are on the on the site as well. If not, I'm sure they can find us pretty quickly. Yeah, if you want to donate money, we're pretty quick to answer. <laughs> the what, what would be if there's anything? We've only got a few minutes, but if there's anything that's a hurdle, one of your biggest needs right now, um, what would that be? I think it's just um, it's more just tactically moving forward on uh, on all three um, funding areas at the same time. Right. So the biggest one is probably just extra um, corporate and or, um, you know, philanthropic donors that, you know, right, that, that those introductions, we have a lot of those introductions, we've had a lot of conversations, but now we're going to bring on the cases of support and the, and the documents showing the potential naming rights opportunities and the rest of it. But um, any relationships, including we, we've got some great relationships in, uh, in the provincial government, federal government as well, but we, we want to have everybody rowing this boat at the same time because everybody else wants to see the support from everybody else. Right. Obviously, we've got a great, great base of support, but it's that, that extra support. So, yeah, and, and some of it could be just as simple as, hey, helping us volunteer for run this three-on-three tournament and, and whatever it might be, right? So. There's lots of, there's no shortage of opportunities to help on, on this project. It's a big one. Yeah. Well, it's great, uh, Tom, to see you, a fellow New Brunswicker, uh, engaged and connected yeah. with building New Brunswick still. And uh, with technology nowadays, you're, you're pretty much right here in our, in our studio, in our living room, in our basketball court every day. Uh, so uh, it's great to see you uh, this engaged. Well, uh, thank you so much. We're, it, it, this, um, you know, these interviews go a long way in, in educating people how incredible this asset is. So really appreciate you having me on. Well, it's excellent. Anything else you'd like to add in the, in the next 30 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I encourage people to come down and see it. And, and, and we do have this, we call it the RG. It's, it's a charity golf tournament, but yes. we're extending it to, we're going to have some three-on-three tournament. We're going to have lots of involvement of these coaches that come from Toronto and Saskatchewan in the community. So you get world-class coaching coming to St. Stephen to mentor coaches, but also these girls, right? So we're, we're, we stay tuned. There'll be some pretty interesting announcements over the coming uh, weeks for that tournament in, oh, the, in the in August. That's great. And also, final parting, please uh, give our best to David Ganong, who's a great ambassador for New Brunswick and a great friend of the yeah. Carr brothers as well. And uh, we we like you really respect. Uh, his contribution to New Brunswick yeah. and continued contribution. And it's just a great Absolutely. story, Tom, and, and to the rest of the committee working so hard on this for good news and something, you know, to contribute to uh, our positive uh, environment and our positive province that we have. That's right. A lot of great things happening yeah. because of uh, people like you, Tom, and, and all the people that are involved with this and hopefully more to come as well to, to, to stay involved. So, Joe, I guess we'll have to wrap up there. And to Tom, thank off. you very much for uh, being a part of this. Yeah. And until next time, thank you for watching the Car Brothers and CHCO. Facebook Live. Great. See you next week. Have a good night.